people take the power away from us without us even knowing it, right? So it's like, well, no, no, like the, maybe my power's gone for a little bit, but I, I'm standing back now. I recognize that this is me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna own my own power and I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna be confident in it. Your behavior is highly influenced by the chemicals which are there in your brains. So the way you behave, the way you interact, the way you feel in certain time, in certain situations, that's highly controlled by the chemicals like dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin. So if you have a higher level of these chemicals, you will have the desire of pleasures like pleasure for food, pleasure for sex and all the things which moves around pleasures. And those all pleasures are influenced by these chemicals. So in this podcast, we're going to learn about our own behavior, that how we can understand that what we have to do in certain situation and certain time, how we can find our true selves. So I hope you will find a lot of insight in this podcast because the guest we have in today's podcast, she's highly qualified and certified personal trainer from National Academy of Sports Medicines. And not only that, she's the founder of Power by Petra, which stands for virtual fitness, and a mom of eight years beautiful girl, Melena. What make her relevant in today's podcast? It was her defined experience when she started her work as a fitness trainer that led her into current positions. And that's what we're going to discuss in today's podcast, that how we can find our true self, what are the things we have to do, we have to look within ourselves before we put any objections, any obligation in someone else. With that said, let me dive you into the podcast and I hope you'd love. So much for being here. I'm really glad to have this podcast. No problem. Thank so, you for having me. So as I was researching about you, Patricia, that as I was going through your website and what I came across that is like virtual fitness. Mm-hmm. So could you please tell us about it, that what it is exactly and how you provide your like trainings to the people? What is exactly? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I started um, kind of putting like a program together online for people to be able to like work out from home, but stay accountable because a lot of times you just like you work out, you don't know what to do. You don't know if you're like doing exactly what you need to do. And then you get started and you're on a good momentum. And then after a while, you just, you don't know what you're working towards. So I thought, you know, I really love coaching, wellness coaching, but not just like coaching in terms of like, hey, this is what you do for your program, but also like, are you meditating? Are you, do you have goals? Uh, What are your affirmations for the week? Like we need to be on track so that we can like, you know, really measure and see that you're attaining your goals. So it started out with a home-based program that's 12 weeks long. And I was doing that through YouTube, just um, unlisted. Like, so I would prescribe people certain videos. They would be in charge of doing it on their own. I would say, okay, you would have to do video ABC every week, you know, for four weeks. And then after four weeks, we're going to do a whole new set of videos and then a whole new set because you know how it is. Like after four to six weeks, your body kind of gets used to the program. So you got to switch it up. And then, so it was a bit of a progression from zero to 12 weeks, um, but then coaching every week with them. So getting them to check in, send me your pictures, send me your measurements. Um, You know, physically, let's make sure you're on track for your goals there, but also Mentally, I want to know how you're feeling. Emotionally, I want to know what you're going through. Spiritually, where are you aligned? Like we have to connect your body, your mind, and your soul all together so that we know that you're on your right path to, you know, your best version of yourself. So 
I did that for a little bit um, and then I got hired on as a content creator uh, for an app, a social media kind of app called Up We Go. And that's when I created like a whole new library of workouts. And that was really going well for a couple months. You know, they decided a few months ago that they were going to go in a different direction. So for me now, I'm kind of like trying to put the pieces back together of where do I offer these videos and these services? Because they're so great. But, you know, I'm looking kind of for a platform. So I do have a playbook, like a the playbook app. I have a, um, my own channel on there, which is really nice. But you know, still kind of try to trying to fine tune what works for me, what works for my demographic and my population, because that is an external expense. Like I don't necessarily want clients paying so much, you know, if they're not going to get the benefit from it. So that's still a work in progress, but I have about 45 um, workout videos that were professionally filmed and, you know, edited and stuff like that and they are it's my best work but you know still in the process of getting them out right now yeah yeah that's absolutely wonderful that's yeah. why i brought down this topic into this podcast because being a virtual fitness trainer like you're not able to create the personal bond which actually need to require when you are you have to provide your services when you have to provide the nutrition guide a mental support to your clients so yeah. being in a virtual platforms we have seen a lot of trainers come across these situations and a lot of people, they're not able to understand the basic fundamentals that how this mental health and this fitness. Yeah. We all have a different perspective, different goals, different mindsets. Exactly. So I just want to focus on this, that like, like you, they, you can provide a guide to a person. Okay. These are the exercises which you have to do, but yeah. sometimes they exactly do, but they're not feeling connected with you. Right. Being on a virtual platform, you cannot, you're not able to make the personal connection, which actually required yeah. some, they can easily follow and they can just simply follow all the interaction which you provide. Yeah. So on this, what you think that what is the most important things they have to do and how you can able to create the personal bond being as a trainer and being as a health coach. So what's your advice on this? Yeah. And it's interesting you say that because with this program that I ran, I ran it probably for about almost a year. I ran, it's called To the Core and More, and that's the program that I filmed myself, I edited myself, but I I was like, this is, you know, my first kind of project, and it was kind of geared towards like postpartum moms and how to really um, heal your core from the inside out. Because when you have a baby, it just is so traumatizing. You know, there's a lot of changes that happen. So what's interesting, and in regards to what you say is that these exercises are the same for every person. They all go through the same exercises from week zero to four, from mm. week five to eight, and then nine to 12. But what's different is the approach and the coaching that goes along with it. Because what works for person A is not the same thing that works for person B. And, you know, the nutritional consulting, even like the macros that I have for you know, person A are so different than the approach that I have for person B. One might be intermittent fasting, one might be, you know, just something totally different. So I find that like everyone has different goals. The The formula can be the same to start, but depending on what their goals are and how they actually can stay accountable is different. So it's definitely not one size fits all. Like you, you kind of start with the same approach, like, okay, here's your exercises, here's your structure here's your foundation but then you have to be i have to be able to get to know my clients 
because I have to know what makes them tick, you know, like what is it that I can say or do or talk to or, you know, talk on or guide in terms of what is it that I can have a light bulb go off in their head to be like, okay, this is what I have to do to, to reach my goals, you know, because they these people have been doing other things, but it's not until they're holding themselves accountable now through me to where they're like, okay, now I can actually go confidently in the direction that I need to go. You yeah, know? that's, that's, that's really true. Because yeah. when I provide my consultancy to the people, even I feel this because I'm not able to create that personal bond, which we can create actually being in the presence. Mm-hmm. And what I have noticed, like whether it's a professional's or a personal's life, people go a lot of dif- different like, ways of patterns and they go through a lot of processes. Mm-hmm. And in those processes, sometimes they become depressed. Yeah. So just, I want to know that how being as a trainer, being as a fitness consultant and nutrition expert, how you understand their depression because you are not physically present. Yeah. And just healing their mental pressure is more important because once you have the control, you can able to minimize their mental pressure, then you can able to provide them a better result in terms of like health, in terms of nutrition, whether they want to focus in their personal life or physical life. So what do you think that what is the cause of like depressions and how someone's deal when they have and they're depressed and what is the reason? Yeah, you know, I will like openly say like I'm super open about my personal struggles and I struggle a lot with anxiety Um, and I do, I fall into depressive states often, you know, everyone honestly does. But for me, the way I look at it is like, do I, it's a conscious choice. Like, do I, you know, I'm a little lower than my average here. Do I keep going down the rabbit hole or do I stop myself and think, you know what, I'm not going to focus on what was or Um, the past, I need to focus on the goals that are going to get me out of this and pushing me forward. And because I'm strong enough to do that for myself, I know that a lot of people are not strong enough to do that for themselves. So for me as a coach, it's like, okay, how do I identify what's going on, connect everything together and, you know, make it so that we're looking forward to a goal rather than back to a familiar past of what had happened and, you know, this happened to me and Mm -hmm. this is why I'm like this. And it's like, okay, I understand that this is, you know, this has shaped who you are, let's say, but now let's look at it in terms of going forward. Like what goals can we strive for? What is going to make you to be the best version of yourself that you can be now? Let's become the strongest version of yourself. And that's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like every sense of the word has to work together to be the best and strongest version of ourselves, And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of that honestly is not physical, right? It is emotional. It is mental. And it's how do I get strong mentally? And that's through meditation and that's through affirmations and that's through self-care and that's through being goal oriented, like setting things out for yourself and being like, I have a goal and I'm going to accomplish it. And that's where my brand power came in is because mm-hmm. I wanted to empower people to to step into their power and to own their power because so often like people take the power away from us without us even knowing it, right? So it's like, well, no, no, like the, maybe my power's gone for a little bit, but I, I'm standing back now. I recognize that this is me. I'm gonna I'm gonna own my own power and I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna be confident in it. So 
it's being able to empower others to gain their confidence back so they can reach their goals and their life improves in every single aspect i have to say and physically 100 like honestly my clients see really 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 amazing results but part of it is because they're growing spiritually and emotionally and another part of it is because i'm holding them accountable and checking in and saying did you do the exercises that i asked you to do okay well are you eating like we talked about eating so it's all of those things that kind of play into effect to where I can have a really good um, return on results with my clients. Um, yeah. Yeah, because like in this situation, having a self-empowerment, knowing yourself that what you are going through actually, what is your goal exactly, whether you want to do, if you have a clear mindset, then you can able to pro- perform your daily tasks, whatever your mindset, whatever work you want to do. So this is absolutely right because here in our community, like we have a lot of guests and we deliver the podcast and we repeat the same thing, but the people's ask the, the clients ask the same questions over and over again, that how right. we are going through this because not they're about themselves, that what they exactly want, because it's all about mental. When you have the full control over yourself, you can able to perform any tasks very easily. But if you have a confusion about yourself, most of the time we think that we have external problem, but the problem we have as a human being inside that's create a lot of trouble from us, whether it's uh, health, nutrition, or maybe in professional life. So how someone understand themselves mm. without any external force? So what do you think on this? Yeah, you know, uh, my initial thing that comes to mind is what you are talking about seems like clarity. Like, it, mm-hmm. you know, people need to get clear on what they want for themselves. Because once you're clear, you're in alignment and everything happens like it should, right? It's just like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm so focused that no one can get me off of my mark, right? But getting to clarity is so hard. And I experience it myself. Like when I'm not very clear about something, I'm very doubtful. And when I'm doubtful, I'm not confident. And when I'm not confident, I'm anxious. And when I'm anxious, I go in circles, right? So it's like this thought pattern. So I think, you know, it's important to when you are feeling a little down or when you're feeling a little anxious or you're not insanely clear, the one thing I would really recommend is turning inward, grounding down and meditating because I know me, I get so much clarity from meditation. Sometimes it's overnight. Sometimes it's like a light bulb and I'm like, oh my God, this is what it is. And other times I sit there for a couple days, a couple weeks sometimes a couple months where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, because you can't always be on this high flying disc, right? Like it, we have to have contrast in order to find out like, what do we really like? Or what do we really not like? So it's nice to ride that wave. And just when it's not going really, really good, like just have grace with yourself and be gentle and be like, okay, this is not like where I'm performing my best, but that's okay. I'm getting more answers. When I'm in that moment of like, um, things just aren't right, things aren't as I really, really like them to be, then I turn inward, I try to meditate. And honestly, it took me a long time to be good at meditating. Now I can't go a single day without meditating. But when you're starting out, you have to understand that practice makes perfect. So start out small. If you need to start out with the guided meditation, fine. You know, even if it's five minutes a day, that's okay. Um, but also find joy. Like just, if you know that you love something, go towards what you love. Don't get stuck in, in the anxious thoughts. Don't get stuck in the, the downward spirals. If you're like, 
I just feel like, you know, not good. I don't feel like myself. Find one thing, like, is it dancing in your kitchen for five minutes that's going to bring you joy and bring you a smile? Do that. Is it the coffee from Starbucks that puts a smile on your face? Sure, that's worth the $6 or whatever, you know. Is it going to nature? And I know we're going to talk about nature. Like, is it going outside and, and having that fresh air and seeing the beautiful birds and seeing the beautiful trees like and just all of that like find the things that spark joy for you because you have to get yourself more in alignment with that vibration and that frequency and when you're going through anxious thoughts and depression and depressive thoughts and stuff you're not going to be able to think about who your true self is who your best self is when you're super super anxious so slowly but surely find joy you know make it a point to find the things that you love and and just keep going in that direction. So as you talk about the joy and love, so yeah. we humans as a wire of a chemical reaction, all the time we're having sort of chemicals in our brains and that lead us to a, a specific desire as we talk about the serotonin, dopamines. These are chemicals which influence like engagement, love, sexual desire, family infection. So everything's happened chemically. So what do you think is that like we live in a world where we have everything's instantly. Yes. Instant like if, we want, <laughs> if we want anything in our life right this moment, we can get instantly. Yeah. You snap your yeah, fingers just, and it happens, right? <laughs> just imagine for a time where we, we don't have this home delivery. If you want to get anything, we have to spend the entire day to go to the market and bring the, bring the foods and whatever we want. But right this moment in this age, we are getting everything in just a matter of click. Mm. So a lack of involvement in people's life. Yeah. Small small works brings a lot of change in our life. If you go to the markets, you go through a lot of things. A lot of chemicals reactions happen in that. You will meet some ways and your mind will focus. You can able to absorb your surrounding that and that's influence our body, our behavior, because we are changing our personality in different locations as per the place, as per the human being. So what do you think that how a people can understand that uh, some changes happening due to the chemical reactions as we talk about the social media, like every time there is a scientific research that social media increase the dopamine level in human brains, which increases the engagements. That's why every time we post any videos, we check the likes, we check the views, right? Because social media increase the dopamine level and that's drive your like energy for checking the content again. And again. Oh, so sure. how can easily, so how can easily someone understand whether it's a chemical reactions and how can someone balance the technological part and a personal life part? Yeah, you know, I honestly, I think it's very, very important to know, like immediate gratification is so great, but it's not really real life. Like we have to understand this is something that's come about like pretty recently, honestly, and it's simply not the real life. Like it's not the way real life works. I think people, and I see it through my coaching clients too, people think like, I didn't lose five pounds overnight. What's wrong with me? And it's like, well, yeah. this is a, a false premise. This is this means that you have to do the hard work. You have to stay consistent for a long period of time to get where you want to go. And if you don't get it in one day, it's okay. Keep going. If you don't get it in one week, it's okay. Keep going. You have to pull back and look at the long game. Like, just like me in my career, if I said like, I want to be famous overnight or I want to have success in one year, like that would be ridiculous. You know, yeah. I've been in this industry for five years now and I'm still 
only finding that I'm going closer and closer to my goals. So for me, it's like, even I, like I, I get frustrated. I'm like, I want to be further along in my career, but I have to understand that everything takes time and every step is in the right direction. And as long as I'm going in the right direction, it doesn't, time doesn't really matter, you know? So I think that's a false premise, but with social media and stuff like that, it can be such a blessing. And I'm so grateful for social media for a lot of things, but it can also be a bit of a curse. And we have to understand that as great as social media is, it's a tool. It's a tool to help us. It's not actually reality. It's not Mm. real life. There could be the most famous people on Instagram or social media, and they might not, no one might know them in real life, right? So it's just like, yes, it's great, but you have to understand that it should benefit you. It shouldn't be one of those things that you look at it and you start to get self-conscious or you start to feel unworthy or you start to, you know, get bad vibes about yourself or you go down the rabbit hole. I think if that's the case, immediately you have to look at what content you're consuming. And if it interferes with your happiness at all, I personally, like I've gotten to the point, I don't feel bad for unfollowing people because it's my joy. Who's going to take over my life? Like I need to be able to consume the stuff that is benefiting me and not hindering me. Right. So to people, I would suggest, I would suggest like whatever you're looking at, make sure it inspires you and it doesn't drain you. It uplifts you. And it's all the things that you want to see, not the things that you don't. Don't feel bad for unfollowing people, even if they're your friends, or you can go mute them. You know, like if you feel bad for you don't want them to think badly of you or whatever, just mm-hmm. mute them. But don't let people interfere with your inner peace because no one has control over your life like you have control over your life, you know? Yes. Very Absolutely. Yeah. Because we live two different lives. The one we show in the social media platform, the one we share with our friends, and the one we actually live within ourselves. Exactly. And for me, knowing yourself and the life you are living within on itself, if you constantly live in the outer world, the way you are and the way you present yourself in the outer world, you won't find, like, you don't need any external force or any someone who can motivate you for your work and for your anything. It's like, mm-hmm. if you want to do anything, because you know you have a clear mindset that this is what I have to do. Exactly. This is the thing. This is the process. Like, I always talk. With all the other things, right? Yeah. And you, as you said that, like become a famous, obviously, like it's a process. Yeah. Once you go one step, then second step, then third step, it's a long journey. Mm-hmm. Once you get anything in certain, you won't be able to value that. Because in schools, what we have seen, like they have a prize for medals. Like those who come first, they have a prize. Those who have come second, they have prize. Those who have come third, they have prize. But right now, they also give the medals to for participations. Right. And that's somehow degrading the value of the medal. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you know that you not deserve that medal and you're not going to show it in the platform. So knowing yourself is the most important things. And you have as you as you as you point out the very valid question that social media is a tool. Yeah. You know, we always pretend to be best on the platform mm-hmm. to give our best. We no one's talk about their like how broke they are, how depressed they are. Yeah. They always try to show how happy they are. Sure. So in this, just I always say that be yourself, focus what you want in your life mm-hmm. and don't be in this trap that you have to be in instant gratification because this is the thing which degrading the people's life a lot. That's why we have seen a lot of troubles in financially, personally. And the best part is no one able to create the better relationships. 
because these are the long process if you want to create a better relationship with your parents your brother your daughter your wife your friends you have to be there you have to spend time with them mm. and ultimately that's a long process Absolutely. now we have apps for everything so what do you think what do you bring out to our audience that how they can build a better relationship right now we through the social media platform we have everyone we have one person in instagram one person in facebook one person in snapchat so we have so many inboxes mm. and every time we say hi 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 to all those but we don't focus right this moment who we are with right now yeah. so what do you say on this how really- a person can understand this yeah and i was just like listening to something um over the weekend mm. i can't oh i don't know if you know dr joe dispenza he's a very famous doctor uh mm. using like spirituality techniques and i mean he's incredible but he was saying that as well like we have to be more present and what that means is is not is not don't be on social media but it it means be very intentional with your energy and that means when you are with your parents be with your parents turn everything else off it does not matter it's not going anywhere you know but and i i'm guilty of this too like if i'm you know hanging out with my daughter and we're watching like a tv show or something i'm over here checking my emails checking my instagram messaging and i'm thinking to myself like i have this beautiful gift right in my lap how am i not being present and interacting with my daughter and i'm over here like thinking that you know this is more important to me than my daughter is and i and now that i'm that i'm conscious of it i can understand that's wrong you know it's a wrong intention so now what i'm i'm trying to put into place is be intentional be present when you're on instagram be on instagram and make it intentional but other than that you don't need to be scrolling for 5 hours a day like mindlessly do you know how many even if it's 20 minutes every hour for 5 hours 20 40 60 80 100 that's 100 minutes in the day that you could be using to actually benefit are are you reading a book are you doing self study are you doing a course for yourself are you cleaning up around the house are you going for a walk are you exercising there is so many um you know minutes in the day that you can utilize that before you know it you look at your screen time you're like oh my goodness like how did i just spend 5 hours a day doing absolutely nothing you know So yeah. I think being intentional being present when you are you know setting out to to exercise do it to your full full capacity give your 100% effort you know if you're around your parents or around your friends give them the time of day put your phone away man like it can't wait it's not going anywhere you know so I think be intentional and be present um and make that a key thing to always circle back to and remind yourself of because it's easy to get it's easy to get caught in in the flow of things you know it's easy to yeah. keep scrolling and stuff but just remind yourself just come back to your present moment come back to your present self and and really enjoy the interactions in front of you because this is real life whereas this other screen is not real life you know hmm. yeah with that said let's move to the questions which i have got from our audience so yeah. i just want to share with you all that so the first question which i've got that how you define depressions like what it is exactly how you define it yeah i mean i'm in not both in a technical technical term and as per you are providing consultancy you are handling client so yeah. how you differentiate the, the the actual definition or the actual those who go through this is actually managed and how can someone find it 
Well, I will say like, I'm not a doctor, so I, I will never um, diagnose clinical depression. For me, what I see and what that looks like, even for myself or my family members or my clients, um, a lot of times it looks like lack of motivation, right? Like there's times if you can't get out of bed, um, even the things that you know that you love, you have a, you have a hard time committing to. Like, you know, I love working out, let's say, but if I get into a, a rut where I'm like, I can't not even, I can't even get off the couch. Like I can't even work out, even though I know this is my passion in life. That to right. me signals like something is a little off, you know, um, you're not enjoying your interactions. You, you don't find that you are energetic. You find you're tired all the time. You're lacking energy. You're, you don't care about things. You kind of hit the switch and you're like, honestly, I just don't care anymore. Like, I don't care about people. I don't care about interactions. I don't care about anything. Just, just kind of blah, you know? And I think what's important to note is that it's okay for it to go in phases. Like it's okay to have a couple days like that and get back up. I think that's actually very natural and normal, mm -hmm. but recognizing when you have to be like, okay, I need a step out of it. You know, I need to pull myself out of it. I need to start recognizing that I need to start working towards the light and towards positivity, because if I don't do it for myself, who's going to do it? Yeah, you know? that's right. But, but I think just lacking motivation, lacking inspiration, lacking joy, lacking gratitude. When you, when you look and you're like, I'm not, I'm not grateful for, for lots of things that mm. is like, we, we always have so much to be grateful for, even if it's the hardest time in our life, you know? So mm. that, that's what I would say, you know, is just, or, or breakdowns, having a lot of breakdowns in a row, um, just certain things like that. So a lot of people's move to drugs for getting over this depression thing. So what do you think? Have you ever recommend to your clients to take any sort of medicines to deal with this depression or you encourage them to involve in more physicals or uh, engagement? Yeah, it's funny. I mean, I'm a very, we call it granola, like kind of hippie, like hipster. <laughs> we call it granola. So I personally am just one. I try not to rely on chemical medication. Now, I will say there's a time and a place for it. You know, if you've tried everything that you can try and you simply can't get out of your funk, I urge you, you might need something to, to help you get, just get started, get your foot in the door, like kind of get back to your groove. But for me personally, I always recommend natural things. Are you drinking your water? Are you taking your vitamins? There's so many vitamins that we absorb that can really help with your mood. So are you yeah. taking your B complex? Are you taking your rhodiola? Are you taking your vitamin D and your vitamin C? Um, you know, I always look at those things. Are you getting enough physical activity? Because when you're getting physically active, you release your endorphins and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. are you doing that? Are you getting your restorative sleep? Because that's huge. Are you getting out in nature? Because nature vibrates at a very high frequency. So we can pick up on those, on those energetic vibes if we want to. But sometimes when you're so, so, so deep down, you can't even get there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it depends. Again, it's so dependent on each person. I say, if you have tried things and they're not working for you, seek medical attention. If you're mm -hmm. so down that you can't even do things by yourself, seek, mm -hmm. seek guidance, you know, seek guidance from someone or someplace. But 
other than that, I think you can get a good handle on it with proper rest, proper mm. nutrition, whole foods. We are what we eat. So we need to reflect that. Um, water intake, physical activity, self-care is a huge one that so many people neglect, even if it's just making time to meditate or taking a bath mm. once a week or you know whatever it looks like for that individual person. There's a lot of things that we can do to um, bring joy back into our own life. So what kind of diet you should recommend someone who are dealing with a situation? Because we all know that everything's based on the chemicals. Yeah. Based yeah. on the chemicals, we behave, we active, we focus. So is there any specific diet or workout or a meditation they have to follow? I think there's a couple things. Like, depends if you're talking, are you referring to like physical? Like if people want, if people want physical changes in their body, I always, we always look at a macro-based diet to allow them flexibility, but also to make sure they're like adhering to their goals and they can lose fat or build muscle or whatnot. Um, but that's not one size fits all. That's very, you know, individual. But for everyone, I always recommend whole foods, which means like your produce, your fruits, your vegetables, your, you know, whole grains and stuff like that in moderation. I would say usually I try to aim for 80% of the time getting that whole foods because it's also like detoxing too, right? So when you get enough fiber, you get enough fruits, you get enough vegetables. Like our body needs those micronutrients, not just the macros. Very important. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, just that, like getting, getting all of those foods that can give you all your vitamins and minerals. Um, and if you're not getting them from food, making sure you're getting them from an external vitamin source, not a medication source, a natural vitamin, you know? And even then, like looking in terms of like what vitamins are you absorbing well? Because if they're not a good quality vitamin, you're not going to probably get a lot of it. So understanding a little bit of that, but a lot of it varies per person. You know, I think a lot of it is very individual, but always focusing on whole foods. Even when you're shopping, try not to get stuff in packages. Always go around the outside of your grocery store. Look for the stuff that comes from the earth. These are the best things for us. And you know, if you can organic, even better. I know it's expensive, especially now it's getting more expensive. So look at frozen options. I would always say like frozen over canned stuff, but just getting your, your daily greens, you mm. know, getting your vitamins, getting your minerals, getting a yeah, good amount of protein in. Mm. That's Keep right. It. Because we have to follow the right diet. Everything is balanced. Then we can able to just come through that, whatever we are challenges facing. Yeah. I know this podcast is already getting very long. Before we end this podcast, I just want to highlight that what is self-empowerment? We talk, we listen this around all the time that you have to empower yourself. You have to empower yourself. But what is the actual process and how someone can exactly do it? Is there any, any ways or what is it? I think self-empowerment is confidence. I think it is assertiveness. I think it is... Um, understand being gentle with yourself it, it's tough self-empowerment is one of those things that a lot of people don't embody because it's hard you know it's not one of those things it's so easy to give someone else a compliment like you look great you know you look so fit this and that but when we look at ourselves, we're not that nice to ourselves we don't say like oh you look good today like you know i look i look great today or i'm feeling myself I do because I'm confident, right? But I have been so um, 
judged, I will say, for being so confident in my own skin. And it took me a long, long time to be comfortable in my own confidence because people will look at it, will look at it and be like, oh, she just thinks she's the best or something. And it's and so I spent a long time thinking like, oh, maybe I shouldn't like myself. But then I started to realize like, if I don't like myself, who's going to like me, you know? So I have to be confident in myself and the decisions I'm making and the people that I interact with and the things that I'm doing to better my education and my family and my friends. And it's this whole thing, but um, confidence now comes easy for me, but it is a work in progress. I think being self-empowered means understanding that like I have my own power and no one's going to take that away from me. Like, I don't care who you are. it, It, I, I'm going to do me, you know, and some people palette that differently because of their own insecurities. They don't, they project it onto other people like, oh, you know, they say mean things or whatever. And it's just like, you have to protect your own energy, put up a shield. If people don't like you for who you are, they do not need to be in your life. And I know that's harsh, but you know, you either grow yourself or you stay stagnant because you're trying to please other people. You will never be able to please everyone. That's That's just the truth. Yeah. So before we end this podcast, I just want to say that what impact you want to create, like you have been in this industry for the last five years. So I just want you to describe in three words that what impact you want to create. I just want to help people, honestly. Like I want to help people like that, gain confidence. I want to help people achieve their goals in terms of physical physique purposes like because I know that for some people that's important but more than anything I want them to mentally grow and build stamina to be the best and strongest version of themselves and for me particularly a lot of that came after being a mom like becoming a mom Mm -hmm. um a lot of stuff changes so I wanted to be someone to where I could relate to new moms and you know, we go through a lot of changes. So it's like, how can we navigate these changes, the biggest life, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, to where we can do it all and be our best, maybe not the same version of ourselves than before we had a kid, because it's not the same. Mm -hmm. But how can we be a new, improved, better version of ourselves, and be the strongest, strongest mentally, strongest physically, you know, to take care of not only ourselves but our now dependents, our children mm. and our family. And yes. as a woman, we take so much of that on, you know. So I just wanted to be a positive, uplifting um, role model for people that have been going through that, honestly. Thank you. Thank you. It's absolutely, this this podcast is absolutely amazing. Oh, God. Thank you for being on our platform. And I'm really sure of it inside because... This is the questions which were coming around over and over again. So I thought that's that's bring being a mom. You know, you see your child at what she's doing all the time. Yeah. So you can able to understand without letting them say that. Oh, this is the thing I want. You can know, you can feel it. So thank you for sharing your experience on this platform. We would love to have you over and over again. Of course, no problem. And I really appreciate you, like you know, it gives me a chance to speak on my passion. And that is never a dull moment for me. I love it so much. And, you know, I just appreciate you guys because it's time, it's energy. You're up at 8 30, 9 o'clock PM, you know, making time for this. So it actually means the Thank world you. to me. Yeah. Thank